the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. It's I on Real Estate on AM 970. The answer. AM 970 presents I on Real Estate. This is your premier source for real estate information. From the hot properties in the tri-state to the latest in real estate market trends. From mortgage news to answers to all of your real estate questions, you'll be in the know with help from the experts. Call now, 866-970-9622. 866-970-9622. Now, here's your host for I on Real Estate, Douglas Elliman's CEO, Dottie Herman. Hi, and good morning. Welcome to Zion Real Estate, the only real estate show that talks about real estate and everything that has to do with real estate, which is just about everything these days. Uh, no matter what's going on, people always need a place to live. And um, I don't think anyone would have guessed uh, a year and a half or whatever it was ago when we got hit with the pandemic, that it would cause such a boom in real estate across the country, but it has. Um, and so on future shows, I want to kind of look at some of the things that we think are going to be trends that probably were starting to happen and were escalated by the pandemic and some of the opportunities that lie within that. But I also don't want to forget for all of us, whether it's Ace, myself, and Steve, to continue to go back to some of the basics because you know what? There are basics in real estate that everybody should know, and we need to really always go through that. You can never know enough about that. Um, I want to welcome, as always, thanks, Ace. It's always a pleasure. We've been working forever. And ever and ever, we threw with ups, downs, ins, outs, you name it. But that's survivors for you. Uh, I'm sure the, and the mortgage business is booming. And Stephen, thank you as our legal counsel. And, 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 and thank you for giving up your time on a Saturday. I know you have young children and it's hard. Uh, but I'm going to tell our listeners the advice that you get is so helpful. And if you have to call an attorney for it, you'd be paying by the minute. So thank you again, Steve, for really giving up your valuable time. We really appreciate it. Um, until today at 11, you know, I think at 1030, we will be joined by Ruth Katz. And she's the owner of RK Commercial Real Estate LLC and specializes in uh, hotels. And so I want to talk a little about the hotel business. And what's happening with hotels? Are they filling up? Are people traveling more? Um, she also is the uh, founder of uh, Citizens for a Safe New York City, um, which is um, something she got me involved in, and a lot of us are all involved. And um, you'll be hearing from her at 10.30. I usually like to start the show off 
And again, I really encourage our listeners to send us what you want to hear. If there's things that you want to hear more about, whether it's legal, whether it's financial, whether it's real estate, please let us know. Okay, because we like to, you know, whenever you have a question, a million other people want to know about it. And sometimes when you're in a profession, what seems basic is not basic for everyone. And the world is changing. And um, some of the simple questions on how to qualify, what should you qualify? When should you refinance? Should you sell your house now? Now, again, when we're talking... uh, to a million people, we can't be very specific, but we can give you general rules rules of thumb so that you then can take it a step further and inquire. Uh, Renters have returned to Manhattan. Sellers have returned to Manhattan. Um, The luxury market stays strong. And pretty much all around the country, we're seeing the same, same trends. You know, many times in the 12 or 10 years we've been doing this, maybe New York has one outlook and maybe the West Coast is different because generally um, the West Coast is quicker to change than um, the East Coast. Their East Coast is more traditional and it takes longer. But generally from everything that I see and I hear and I know, um, it's pretty much the same everywhere. I'm hearing voices, so I don't know what I'm hearing, but I'm hearing voices, so if my reception's not good, I'm doing this out in the Hamptons, and they have so many people here that sometimes the um, waves aren't as good as they should be, so forgive me if that's happening. So I'd like to... um, talk a little about okay uh, just to ease any of your concerns i've had a lot of people write are are there going to be is there going to be a downturn is there going to be you know are we gonna how long are we going to continue to boom and i really am not a fortune teller or a seer uh i don't have any way of knowing but my best guess is we're going to still be in a strong market next year uh, I think that, again, we have a few variables that I couldn't tell you the answer. Um, I am hoping that this uh, sect, this, this, this COVID sector that is starting again doesn't, you know, doesn't really get out of hand. Uh, but as far as I see that COVID really, you know, gave people the feeling that they want to have more space. And home buying across the country has never been stronger. So I don't think you're going to see that. I do think the mad rush out of Manhattan in March, I think it was March, when everyone was rushing because in Manhattan you couldn't even have your mother to your apartment. And we really got hit pretty strong in Manhattan. I think that's past. I think people are returning. When you go to restaurants, they're busy. Um, I think there's a lot of aid that if you are having problems paying your rent, you should look into um, because New York State does offer a lot of programs. Uh, As far as travelers, you know, the city, of course, made a lot of money on tourism. 
And I think slowly you start to see that come back. Uh, again, it really depends on a few variables. But let me say this, New York City is New York City and there's no place like it. And we can just hope and make sure that everyone gets vaccine and that we get rid of this thing or that it, comes, it, it becomes like a flu shot that we have every year, which is what I'm hoping that's what it ends to be. By the way, have you heard of anyone who has had the flu lately? Um, I certainly haven't, but maybe they still do. I don't know. Um, so the housing market is so hot now that even modest starter homes are receiving multiple offers and going six figures over asking price. And there's a lack of homes on the market and they don't, and they don't be, they're not stopping anybody. So one of the things that I want to really tell anybody, whether you're looking for a house and it's your first home or you're looking to trade up, I'm going to give you a few tips. Know the market. You can go online. You can get things that sold. You can find that all that information is very easy to do. Okay. And then personally decide on a market that you want to live in because you know, if you kind of sway from, oh, maybe I'll try this area, then I'll try this area. A lot of times there's price differentials. So what happens is you can get this property in this area. And so it's good to hone in on a market and to look at and, and to take a drive around or a walk around and, you know, ask people, see the neighborhood. Um, if you're looking to buy in an emerging market, maybe a market that you might not quite think is there yet, look and see if you see stores opening and activity in people. And again, um, in the suburbs, it's one thing. In cities, if you're buying into a building, an apartment in a building, I would say the best thing is go in the building and ask the people that are in the building that live there. They use you pretty honest. Okay. So, uh, but, but do your homework. Uh, that's really important. Um, Ace will talk later and Steve will talk later about that. Then make sure you know, as, as, as Ace always says, it's not almost how much, it's not always how much you can afford because someone at Citizens Bank will obviously sit down with you and tell you what you can borrow. But sometimes what you can borrow is not what you want to spend. So look at the amount that you can qualify for a mortgage for and then sit down with, if it's yourself, you're buying a loan. If it's a spouse, if it's a friend, sit down and then realistically talk about what it is that you're comfortable in spending on a mortgage payment. And that really depends on you um, because everyone's different. Some people say, you know what? I'll give up going out to dinner twice a week. I'll do, you know, I'll give up this. I'll give up that. That's how important it is to me. Some people don't want to do that. So it's really something that you have to give some thought to. And if you're buying with more than one person, which is usually the case, you then really need to talk to the other people involved. You really have to have a serious discussion about what's important to you. I think that's really important. I think communication is important. I think that knowing what you want and what you're willing to give up. But again, if you're looking to buy, 
Um, I'm hearing rumors, don't know if they're true. Um, I think we're going to be great with the interest rates this year. Who knows about next year? But right now, they're the best time to buy. So, uh, but do your homework. Know what you're doing. And you can go online and look. You know, you don't even have to always go out. You can look online and see what's going on. Uh, But again, homeownership, in my opinion, and again, my opinion, Unless you're going to move in the next couple of years, like if you if you have a job that makes you move all over, you know, sometimes then it's tricky whether you should buy or not. Um, but I think it's a great investment. Um, and I think, you know, in future shows, we're going to talk about, like I started to, investment real estate. We're going to talk about different alternative ways of financing. Uh, we're, we're going to talk about opportunities in real estate. Uh then the simple ABCs of different types of mortgages that maybe you're not aware of. Um, I'd like to hear from you because the more that you know, the more the more you know and the smarter that you put together a team, okay, the better prepared you are. And again, it's a very competitive market. Do I think it'll cool off a little bit? My guess is it'll it's going to be hot. Um, it might calm down. Usually in the summer, the city calms down because people are busy. They're traveling. They're, you know, they're out in the Hamptons. They're in Europe. But this year was different because of the pandemic. So everybody kind of was closer to home. So it was a, a different kind of year. But, you know, normally, okay, uh, people want to have homes. And what's important to people today might not be important to people as it was 10 years ago or 20 years ago. So certain topics I want to talk to you are basics. If you're selling your home, here's what you should do to make your home show at its best light for the customer that I think is going to be your customer of today. And as I think I've told you, millennials, are making up the largest of this buying population because they're the largest demographic. They're having children. And um, although Ace, you remember what they said, millennials will never buy homes. They saw their parents lose money. Uh, Well, it's the exact opposite. They're very into home buying. So um, when we'll talk about how to get your home ready for sale, what things you should do, so that you can maximize the dollars. I'd like to spend a little time on engineers' reports because if you built a brand new house today and you custom built it and then you had an engineer go and inspect that house, they would find fault with it. So what you want to do, and we'll talk about this on future shows, You should try to be there with the engineer so it's not just a report that you might not really understand that he's pointing out to you whatever flaws there are because every home has flaws. And he's also saying, okay, well, how much is that going to cost me to fix that? And he's giving you a price. Um, With that, you know, I'm getting... A lot of static on this phone, so I don't, I don't know what I'm hearing, but I'm hearing static. So I hope that you're hearing me. Um, 
More than 800 people plan to buy their first home in 2012. Um, I'm not really sure uh, what's going on, but do I hear a lot of voices? Um, you're good. You're good, Daddy. Go ahead. Okay, because I, I, you know, I'm hearing voices in the background, and I don't know who's speaking, but I, I'm hearing voices in the background. Um, I understand that we have a caller. Um, I'm not. We have a caller on the line who's dying to get on the line and ask a question. Is that what I'm reading? Anybody on the line? Okay, Henry. Hi, Henry. Good morning. It's good morning. a great it's Saturday morning. I, morning. It's four years since I last called you. Uh, someone owns an apartment, and it's a co-op. Oh, wait a second, Henry. Let me say thank you for listening to all this time. We appreciate all our listeners. And I'm, I'll say, okay, so now it's been four years since you called me. And right. What's mine The today? question is, in the city of New York, I own an apartment. If I die, the co-op is fully paid for, and I trans- have it through the will and everything to another party. Will that party have a problem in, in inheriting the apartment? In other words, you have an apartment paid for in full. Right. So at your death, and we hope that doesn't die anytime soon, that, but at your death, you leave it to someone, whoever. Will they have a problem taking that over, or is the board going to give them a problem? Right. Is that is that your question? Do I have that correctly? Right. right. Correct. Steven, I'm gonna. I mean, I can yeah. answer the, the legal, more sure. legal question. Well, first of all, Henry. Good morning. Uh, thanks for calling in. That that is a terrific question. Um, the answer is going to vary slightly, building by building because the ultimate source of the answer is the specific bylaws, which are the rules for that co-op. Now, let me answer it generally. In most cases, uh, well, number one, if you leave it to your spouse, there's no issue. There will never be an issue with that. If you're leaving it to your children, most times it is not a problem. There are some buildings, but I'd say a small number, that want to see that they are financially qualified to support the co-op payments. Once you get outside of the immediate family, and again, how some buildings define that could be a little bit different. Some, do they include siblings or not, things like that. Um, they, may quali- they may require that that heir, an heir is somebody who inherits the property, be fully vetted and approved. So okay. it's not going to necessarily require that person upon the market, but they may say, we want to see who this person is. And okay. if they turn down that person, that, that, would, that, that would lead them to, to force to sell the property on the open market. Okay. I have another question, if you can answer that. Sure. If a person dies and the estate is over $5 million, you have to pay an estate tax as a single person. Do you know how much that tax is? Well, the good news is that that's actually not accurate at today's law. Um, so, so let me give you a little background on that. Um, the, um, 
And do keep in mind that there's a lot of discussion right now before the Congress about tweaking the estate tax exemption. Right now, approximately on the federal level, and it's approximately about, it's 11 million and about 11 and a half million. New York State is about 5.9 million. So if the value of your estate is below that, there wouldn't be any estate tax. Only then if you go over it, would it start being triggered? So I hope that addresses the question. The Tunnel to Towers Foundation, as you know, has been supporting our nation's heroes and their families since 9-11. And to mark 20 years this year, the foundation is giving 120 mortgage-free homes to Gold Star and fallen first responder families with young children and catastrophically injured veterans and first responders. To honor America's fallen heroes, the foundation's chairman and CEO, Frank Siller, is walking from the Pentagon to Shanksville, Pennsylvania, and on to ground zero. His more than 500-mile journey through six states in 42 days begins August 1st and fittingly finishes on 9-11 at Ground Zero. It's a moving tribute. The foundation is bringing back Towers of Light to the memorials at the Pentagon and in Shanksville in September. Help America to never forget America's greatest heroes. Do good, please, in their honor. Please help out. It's only $11 a month. It goes to T2T.org. It's just like that. T, the number two, and then T.org. So proud to tell you about the Tunnel to Towers Foundation. Hey, it's Joe Piscopo. My friends over at Route 22 Toyota want me to remind you that if you're tired of dealing with dummies, get over to the state-of-the-art service facility in Hillside, New Jersey, please. Alex Kinsella has the entire team staying safe, wearing masks, socially distancing, fogging vehicles with every single service to make sure they're disinfected. At Route 22 Toyota, they always get it right. They're doing their part to stay safe. Plus, right now, Route 22 Toyota is offering qualified buyers more reasons than ever to get into a new Toyota, like 0% APR financing up to five years and zero down leases on some of your favorite toyota models call 855-621-9949 for details and make sure to tell them joe sent you 855-621-9949 to schedule a test drive and route 22 toyota will get you driving a new toyota with zero percent interest or zero down leases now that is the smart way to buy route 22 toyota route 22 west in hillside new jersey or at route 22 toyota you have helped build my pillow into an amazing company now mike lindell the inventor and ceo of my pillow wants to give back to you get great discounts on all my pillow products go to mypillow.com right now and click on the radio listener specials get deep discounts on my pillows mattress toppers bed sheets and so much more mike's newest product is my pillow towels made in the usa with 100 percent usa cotton offering a six-piece set of bath hand and washcloths in a variety of colors originally priced at 109.99 now for a limited time reduced to 39.99 you heard right 39.99 with the promo code am970 remember all my pillow products come with a 60-day money-back guarantee and a 10-year warranty call 800 800- for these great specials. That's 800-651-0798. Promo code AM970. Listen to us online at am970theanswer.com. Tune in, iHeart, Alexa, or odyssey.com. This is Dennis Prager along with Mike Gallagher. We both are excited to return to the Holy Land this fall and hope you'll join us from October 27th through November 5th. I can never get enough of the great state of Israel and its historical significance, especially this year. Join us for a life-changing experience. 
Israel is opening up to travelers as the country gets back to normal. Dennis and I have planned out every minute of this trip in detail with Salem Media Group and our trusted travel partner, Inspiration Cruises and Tours. We're confident by October our trip will be safe, and our team is on hand to answer all your questions about deposits, health and safety, and much more. Experience unforgettable cuisine, insightful lectures, and extraordinary sights only Israel can provide, all with fellow like-minded travelers. Travel again this year. Go to StandWithIsraelTour.com to register and have all your questions answered. Call 855-565-5519. Call 855-565-5519. That's StandWithIsraelTour.com. It's I on Real Estate. Got a question? Call 866-970-9622. Here's Douglas Elements CEO, Dottie Herman. We're back. You're listening to I on Real Estate. And Stephen Ebert was in the middle of discussing a question from one of our callers. So before we start something else, I'd like to, Stephen to finish up that topic about leaving a co-op to somebody. Great. Th- thanks, Dottie. Um, so again, Henry, there are Good. federal and state level limits um, before the estate tax is, is triggered. The federal one, I don't have the precise number from memory, but it's approximately about 11.4 million, something like that per person. And then New York State's approximately about 5.9 million per person. So if you end up being, and again, not an exact number, but very close to that. Right. So if you're at precisely five million, you're below the federal and the state threshold. So while there would be some legal work and filing to do, there would be no tax due under the current law. Do want well, to so, learn a couple so, things. Number one. Go on. Sure. Let me let me get to that, and then we'll have some follow up. So one, there is discussion right now in Washington about changing. That um, lim- that exemption limit. There, there is no, you know, there's no bill sitting on the president's desk right now, so we don't know if it's going to change. But it's definitely one of those hot topics. So it's something to watch. The other thing I want to also point out that there's more to somebody's situation. So, for example, if somebody's married as opposed to being single, there are certain ways that when the first person passes on they can pass along some of that exemption to their spouse. So I also want to point that out. you got to be careful when you're planning when a single person and a married couple. Uh, but please go ahead. Okay, what is the rate over New York State 5.9, the liability to pay? Um, that You know, I, I don't want to get into specifics on what people are paying in taxes because there's a bit more to that question. And also okay. what happens is depending upon New York state has something, what we call in the industry, a cliff, which means once you go over, it actually triggers. It's not just on the next dollar over. It can bring back in the rest of, of, of the estate. So um, what I'd recommend is that um, anybody, everybody should have some estate plan, even if it's the most basic, but if you have meaningful assets, you know, five million or more, you should definitely speak to an estate planning attorney that could also give some tax advice. Um, if you'd like, I'm happy to, um, you know, I can introduce you to my estate planning partner at the firm if you want to leave your information with the show. Or if there's someone using, just have a conversation with them, um, whatever is better for you. 
Okay, I'll leave my number then with somebody. Thank okay, you. Okay, ter- terrific. Thank you, Henry. Thank you. Whoever you listen to our show, and I just want to say, everybody, uh, the, the, there's a lot of talk about a lot of changes, and we really don't know exactly, as Stephen said, what's going to happen, what's not going to happen. But for everybody, and a lot of people seem to think, God, I'm not a millionaire. I don't need this. Everyone needs it because it's not how much you make, it's how much you keep. And you can lose a lot of your hard work money, whether you make a lot of money and worked hard for it, or you made uh, a little money and worked hard for it. And you really should have a good account. And, And I really say that. And once a year, at least once a year, just go through stuff with him. It's very worth, well, your investment in paying an accountant to just go through and keep you, you know, informed. Um, with that, I just want to congratulate those of you who know me, know I was born on Long Island. And, um, you know, I'm going to try every segment of the show to highlight another state that we're, uh, that's in the tri-state. But Long Island, I just want to say congratulations. Your sales surged against uh, you know, you have a sharp drop in supply, so there's very little supply on Long Island. And when we talk about Long Island, um, even though the Hamptons is technically part of Long Island, I separate that. You know, uh, we separate the Hamptons and Long Island as two different markets, um, even though they're all Long Island. But this is regular Long Island. The average and median sales prices surged to new records collectively for the fourth quarter, consecutive quarter, and they surged year over year for the third straight quarter as listing inventory saw a large drop. Now, when you hear that there's very little listing inventory, what that means to the buyer, that means that there's not a lot of choices. And that's where you start having people bid up because there's a limited supply. There's more buyers than sellers. Okay. And to the seller, uh, as I've told you, show after show after show, if you are considering thinking about selling a home in the next couple of years, I would truly can think about putting it on the market now because there really is a low supply. The market pace fell annually on Long Island to the third to the third fastest moving market in 18 years. Now that's a biggie. Okay, we say that I'm going to say that again. The market on Long Island, the pace fell annually to the third fastest moving market in 18 years. Single family prices trends indicators reached new highs as listing inventories fell to the third lowest on record. So what that means is on Long Island, if the listings are the third lowest on record, there's not a lot of listings. So going back, and I'm sure Ace will talk about it later on the second half of the show, you, if you're serious about buying, you have got to be prepared. You have to know your market. You have to know what sells in that market. Okay. The average sales prices. And you have to know what you can afford and what you can get a mortgage for, because the easier for you to make the seller take the deal, the less complications he's going to have, or she, the better off it is. 
By the way, on Long Island condos, days on markets from the original list date was the shortest on record also. Now, usually condos weren't so big on Long Island. Well, they're getting bigger. Luxury listing inventory fell by its steepest annual rate for the third straight quarter to its lowest level on record. So the luxury listing inventory fell. So there's not supply anywhere. So Long Island, you're arriving, okay? I mean, you have, you know, it's going to, and if you're a buyer, you really have to work with a good broker, a good company, and you've got to stay on it. And I remember years ago when I was in sales and I would say, let me put it this way. There isn't a customer that hasn't come to me and said, Dottie, I want a deal. Hey, Dottie, I want a great deal. I want a deal. Call me when you get a deal. Well, I don't think there's any customer that I remember who said, oh, Dottie, by the way, when you get an overpriced listing, call me. Okay, so it doesn't work like that. You need to know the market. You need to know, you need to learn it yourself. Go to open houses, get familiar with it. Okay, but when you find something that you like, and that is priced, you know, in your, in, and you've been qualified. You need to act quickly. You can't tell your broker, oh, I'll come next week. You need to stop everything and make it a priority because things aren't lasting long. And then you need to obviously deal with a real estate attorney. And I think Steve, in one of the shows, will tell you what to ask for when you ask for a real estate attorney because you don't want an attorney who waits two weeks to get going because things the longer deal takes to happen the odds are that it won't close you know it won't happen you know the quicker it happens the better so um want you to know all those things and i'd love to hear from you okay and you can email me at dotty herman at element.com you can email the radio show i'll get it you can go to our facebook pages or you can even email ace or steven we'll get it and regardless of who what category is we'll answer it please we'd like to hear what you want to know and again it's it's such a an amazing market it's it's uh it's kind of crazy and i've been through so many markets so it's not my first time around the block but it's really so exciting and home ownership has taken on you know, such a, I mean, home ownership was important, always important. And um, it was the American dream. And um, Ace, if you remember, uh, there was a time they said the American dream was dead. Well, I said it's not dying. Um, so make sure to let us know what you want to hear. We, we, we really like to cover that. We're going to take a quick commercial break, and then we're going to be back with you. Tax is going to be talking about the hotels in New York City and some of the philanthropy and work she does because she's a true New Yorker and she really is one of the people who makes a difference. We'll be right back with Ruth Tax.
This year can be the last year you paint. Get Rhino Shielded. Rhino Shield is a ceramic coating that seals your house or building. It's sprayed on and bonds completely to wood, brick, stucco, aluminum, block, or vinyl. Paint is typically 60% water. Rhino Shield is almost 80% solids, which why it lasts so long. It dries 8 to 10 times thicker than traditional paint, offering greater protection and insulation benefits, and does not require constant repainting every three to five years. Rhino Shield comes with a 25-year warranty. Comes in any color, looks just like paint. Rhino Shield not only protects your property from the elements, but it can increase the value of your home, offering a unique transferable warranty. No payments, no interest financing for one year. Call 877-744-6608. It's 877-744-6608 for a free on-the-spot estimate. Or go to rhinoshieldofny.com. Rhino Shield. It's not paint. They say that in life, expect the unexpected. No one goes into marriage anticipating divorce. But when you need help navigating the rough waters, Helfand & Associates understands that every family situation is unique. Tanya Helfand is a certified matrimonial attorney in New York and New Jersey with 29 years of experience. Tanya's expertise includes family law, which entails custody, alimony, and child support, as well as complex financial cases and much more. Helfand & Associates represents both men and women women in family law matters and settles 99% of cases, but is prepared to go to trial and fight for the client. Call 973-428-0800 to schedule a free consultation or email tanyahelfand.com. Divorce is not the end of the family. It's the beginning of a new, hopefully happier life. Be sure to tune in Sunday evenings at 5 for Should I Stay or Should I Go? with Tanya Helfand of Helfand & Associates, only on AM 970, The Answer. Is it time to push reset and get away with God? Christian Travel creates purposeful pauses to discover the most scenic, sought-after destinations while you immerse yourself in the wonder of God's creation. As you travel alongside the world's top Christian leaders, every step of the way will revive your faith and awaken your sense of wonder. Imagine morning devotions on the deck of a cruise ship as you pass towering Alaska glaciers or tropical Caribbean islands. Perhaps you're longing to set foot in the very places where Jesus walked and taught in Israel. Every day on a Christian cruise or tour brings you to new vistas while you enjoy uplifting music and powerful messages. Get away with God in a faith-focused journey, and the unforgettable memories you create will refresh you long after you return home. For more information, visit InspirationCruises.com or call 800-247-1899. That's InspirationCruises.com or call 800-247-1899. Listen to us online at am970theanswer.com. Tune in, iHeart, Alexa, or odyssey.com. With a Democratic sweep officially in place, we are now at the mercy of tax and spend economics. Get ready for runaway national debt pushing the further devaluation of the dollar. So if you haven't invested in gold, now is the time to protect your savings. Birch Gold Group is the premier precious metals IRA company in America. With an A-plus BBB rating and thousands of satisfied customers, Birch Gold can help you move an eligible IRA or 401k into an IRA backed by gold. Go to birchgold.com radio for your free information kit. That's birchgold.com radio. Listen to us online at am970theanswer.com. Tune in, iHeart, Alexa, or odyssey.com. It's I on Real Estate. Got a question? Call 866-970-9622. Here's Douglas Elements CEO, Dottie Herman. 
we're back and you're listening to Ion Real Estate and uh, I'm Daddy Herman and we had a guest who was on and I had run a little long with the last caller so I am not sure if she's still on or she's coming back on. I'm not really sure because I'm not in the studio and these days nobody's been in the studio with the pandemic and I can only tell you that I awake going back to the studio like Ace and I always did because it's a lot easier when you see the person. But I see Ruth. And thank you, Ruth. I support. I'm I'm here. I lost you when I, I I was like, oh, I don't know. I told her we were running late. We had a caller that had a long question. But Ruth, um, thank you for coming to Ion Real Estate. Ruth is uh, one of the top brokers specializing in hotels, correct? Um, correct. And commercial real estate. Thank you, and not only in New York, I mean, all over. Uh, and I uh, would honestly say she's become a great friend of mine because she's smart. She's on the ball. Okay. She knows what she's doing. And she's also a real New Yorker and has started organizations. I'm really taking the city back to making it recover as quickly as it can. Now it's recovering. We have we have people back, the restaurants are flooded, uh, you know, uh, but we really want to make sure that the police aren't demoralized and they don't cut any more budgets from the police because that's really important. But again, for those who listened to the interview I had on Fox, I did not say it was not a safe place to live in. Okay. I live in New York and I certainly wouldn't live in a place that's not safe. Um, I saw headlines go all over the country that I said, New York is not a safe city to live in or is not safe. And of course, it was taken out of context. We were once the safest city to live in, and that was right before the pandemic. And of course, with people think with the things being shut down, obviously, we're not the only big city that's having homeless problems. We really need to elect a mayor. That and again, I don't click what your political preference is. I don't have one. I just want to vote for the best person to run the city. And let me say this I've said it before a lot of people didn't vote. So this time, make sure you vote. So, Ruth, from your standpoint, about first of all, let's talk about hotels. What's going on in the hotel business in New York? Okay, well, we had a rough 18 to 24 months. But, uh, you know, there is hope for New York because, you know, we always find a way to bounce back and reimagine the future. We had um, 80, well, we, we had closures, unfortunately. <laughs> you know, that's the problem. And, and uh, we had traveling restrictions, okay? I mean, you know, we were, there were traveling restrictions. So, uh, you know, people couldn't travel and people were afraid to travel. And uh, so that really impacted, you know, certain businesses got impacted more than others. But I look, I mean, I'm, how do you see the future looking for the hotel business? And you, and Ruth, let me clearly like, you know, so I'll post it, um, your company, you do hotels all over, not just New York, correct? Yes, I sell off-market national properties. Okay, private so it's transactions. National. Yes, yes so national. 
Yeah, so you can reach Ruth about anything that you might want. It does not necessarily have to be in New York. So in general, like in the country, nationally, was it yes. pretty much the same? Yes. Well, I mean, look, we couldn't travel. And we, you know, people were very scared to do anything. But when we did eventually be able to travel within the United States, the all the hotels that were in vacation areas did really well especially in Miami and in Austin. Those numbers actually surpassed the 2019 numbers. Wow. Wow. And um, you also, so what do you see going forward? Do you, I mean, look, I, as I said at the beginning of the show, none of us are seers and only God would know. But what do you see going forward with the industry? I think people are dying to travel again. I mean, that's just my read on it, but... You're in the you're specializing in hotels. What do you state? Okay, well, I'll tell you what I do know though. So, more than 200 hotels in the city permanently closed since the onset of the pandemic, and then the um, occupancies have definitely lagged because we, you know, typically for the summer because you know we've haven't had the international travelers here and we haven't had the uh, the whole um, Broadway open. But the there are signs of hope because there's more hundred more than four hundred eighty one thousand hotel rooms that were booked the week of July eleventh, which is a very wow. good sign. You know, because people yeah. were getting good deals on hotels, people knew that they can come here the least expensive time they're going to be able to come sightsee in New York. And there's That's nearly um, eighty new hotels, which is thirteen thousand rooms that are expected to open this year. Oh, that's fantastic. And by the way, I have a very good friend, Wendy Fetterman, who is big on Broadway. And Broadway is reopening, but the shows will require all the performers, the theater, the staff, and the audience uh, to be vaccinated. And children who are not eligible for vaccination will require proof of testing. So Broadway is planning to open. Again, Nothing is, you know, it, it, and, and that was a big part of it. I mean, having no Broadway and nothing you could really go to uh, was tough for people to come here. So I, I think we're looking for uh, a certainly better year than we've had. And the year that we had was basically, basically the virus. I mean, nobody could really travel. Now, you also work with organizations, and I, I have such respect for you for that. And uh, again, you. to... Quote what I said. Any, there's no, no such thing as you can never stop being better. And New York, you know, there was no one there. Okay. And then as most cities, I was just sitting at someplace in the, the Hamptons and talking to a guy from Atlanta who said, you know, we're having the same problems. You know, we had a homeless problem. Um, there were not many people in the city at the time. Uh and you're very involved in organizations with positive New Yorkers because those of us who live in New York, we might go to Miami, we might go here and there for a visit, but we we love New York and we're diehards. Um, what are some of the work that you're doing with people that um, is outside of what you do to make money that you do it because you love New York and you do everything to give back to it? And I really have such respect for that. Thank you. Well, look, there's a love and a passion for New York like no other. I mean, this is the greatest city on the planet. People are so heavily invested in New York. And think about with real estate, too. We've got families 
real estate families that have been here over a hundred years and they're so invested in this city and you get the best of everything. There's no way. Did you ever think that New York was not going to come back? I mean, really, if we had a room full of Never. people, we had to raise their hands. Uh, who, uh, hello, who doesn't think New York won't come back? Right. So, you know, I'm, I'm a passionate New Yorker, like most people are. And I was, you know, really, really upset. I was crying when I watched the city being destroyed when we had the riots. And I couldn't believe what was happening before my eyes. I mean, my friend had recently died and we couldn't have a proper funeral for him. And we were all doing our part of being so good, of staying apart, not gathering. And we were, you know, luckily we had, luckily we were in this age of the technology. Thank God that we were able to communicate through our social media. But I sat there for hours watching and listening and reading all this information. I think we were all like obsessed of you know, what's really happening and how, how do we do something about this? Like how, how do we use our voices? How do we get together? We couldn't physically get together, but how do we form a community to bring the unity back to the city? And I watched and, and all these different groups that were formed. We had the West Side group that was trying to help with the homeless situation and how do we deal with the homeless that were coming into the neighborhoods of these hotels. And there was downtown groups, group in Staten Island. There was, there was all these different groups, but why are we not one group? That's what I didn't understand. Like we all, we all want the same things, right? We all want safety, the, our quality of life to be safe and and, and have a prosperous economics. So why not form citizens for a safe NYC? And so I gathered all the people I knew that wanted to participate and we were having meetings in, in person, you know, socially distanced. We were having Zoom meetings. We were speaking to people that were in office, that were in uh, law enforcement, in Congress. and. We were stuck on the, the how, but we finally came up with this idea of this platform or this, this it's really a, a, an organization of a community, citizensforsafenyc.com. I just want to make a statement on that because, again, I was misquoted in like 200 papers. We're not saying New York is not safe and that you cannot walk the streets. But it was safer. The pandemic had, you know, there was nobody here. Okay? There was no one on the streets. It was empty. It was, it was, it was right. we saw a lot of and homeless. So it was empty and the stores weren't open. So it was a whole different scenario. And I've always said on every show I've had, you can never bet against New York City. You're going to lose. So I would love you to come back on and give us more information on how people can Sign up. And it's very positive. It's not at all political. We don't get into that. Um, and whether you're in New York City, whether you're in Chicago, whether you're in Long Island, New Jersey, uh, Connecticut, um, I think a lot of times it's human nature to complain about things and say, this should be better. This one stinks. This, But really not get involved in making that difference. And so hats off to you. Um, for really, and I know how much time that you put into it, besides the time that you put into your hotel, international hotel business. Uh, and I think, and I'm hoping, 
And again, you know, that wild card, I mean, somebody that I know is having a, a bar mitzvah in September or October in LA, and they said to me, I don't know if it's going to be on. I don't know what's going to happen. I don't think any of us know what's, you know, you know, it's been a crazy kind of year or two. But I do think if I take away anything, that we all learned the value of what really is important. And that's friendships, that's family, that's love, and that's sticking together and helping everybody out. And so I would love for you to come back and talk more about that and how people can enroll. Unfortunately, we're not going to have time today, but maybe in the next couple of weeks you could do that. And then people that want to be involved in a positive way. And again, no politics. We don't go there. This is just about, and I think that doing it in every city, like, you know, I, I don't think it's just something good for New York. I think everybody should do it because I think the more that people are involved in where they live, the better it, it is. I know my daughter is on, she lives in Syosset, Long Island. She's on Syosset Moms. And they really are such a value to each other because they will share ideas. So I'd love you to come back and talk about that and keep us posted on the hotel business uh, because um, that should start to, you know, as things ease up, that should start to, I think people are dying to get out. Thank you, Dottie. I mean, amen to what you said. Citizens for Safe NYC is nonpartisan. It's a diverse group of people just with a mission to help making the city safe. We teamed up with the safety app and we teamed up with the community police relationship that helps the, it's the community police relations foundation that help bridge the gap for the yes, people and the and police. New York has the best police force going. We love them. We salute them. And we're all for them. So with that, I have to leave early today because um, I have a lot of functions I have to do. So I'm going to sign off and leave the show to... Stephen and Ace, and um, wish everyone a wonderful weekend. It looks like the weather's just going to be perfect, and uh, we'll be back next week. Great, thank so you, thanks, everybody. You're welcome. I'm going to turn Ruth. it over to Ace. Yes, thanks, Dottie. And uh, Dottie, okay. you, have, you have a great time, okay? And we'll miss you like always, and we'll see you back next week. Thanks, Ace. Thanks, see you Dottie. Next week. Bye. Bye. Bye, Dottie. And to all of our listeners, um, when Dottie was talking about bidding wars, there's definitely bidding wars going on in the marketplace. Some of the things that myself and Steve will be talking about are things that you guys can prepare um, to be more competitive, right? To just have that extra edge when making an offer to, to the seller. And one of those things, if you haven't um, noticed or haven't been informed, there's something called lock and shop. And here at Citizens Bank, you're able to go ahead, really submit all of your documentation to the bank ahead of time before even finding a home and having a commitment letter. And I believe there's a break coming up. But when, when we come back, this is something that's a phenomenon, right? It's, it's something that you guys can do to separate yourself from the competition. And so, you know, we'll discuss it right after the break. So stay tuned. Eye on Real Estate with Dottie Herman is sponsored by Citizens Bank N.A.